Hello everybody, this is Mike Catron from Watching the Boxes. Uh, the following presentation is an industry mock draft that we did here at the end of July. Uh, it's far too early to be doing a mock draft, but what you're going to be listening to is the live stream from our twitch.tv slash watching the boxes channel where uh, I did the mock draft live. So if you want to follow along on video and or just watch it on Twitch, go to twitch.tv slash watching the boxes and you can actually watch this draft happen or you can just listen to it here. Once again, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy this way too early industry mock draft. Please do not judge my first two picks. Number one thing going into a draft, uh, number one, number two, and number three thing going into a draft, right? Do your rankings. Do your rankings ahead of time. I went into Fantrax um, earlier today being like, okay, I'll start, you know, the number one thing is to do your rankings. Their number one ranked player for next year and whatever uh, crazy chaotic system they have for this score that's out of 100 that doesn't make any sense um, was uh, Anthony Edwards. So I don't know. I don't know what the hell that means. Uh, yeah, Jokic is definitely my first pick. Um, so put him right up there. Right now, Joel Embiid is my second pick. I don't see why I would waver away from that. But like, this is the most chaotic year for rankings. Uh, I think it's all over the place. My top 10's like, very there's new players in my top 10 there's new players in my top 20 there's new players in my top 40 um it's it's crazy the second round's messed up the third round gets crazy and after that it's like wide open i really don't know uh, when i was trying to put this together after like pick 40 the we talk about all the time the rankings the 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 tiers and the plateaus once you get to that first plateau it is wide open i'm glad um i'm glad you agree drake um Jokic at first pick I'm definitely in on that um I don't I don't think like I don't think you should really question that I don't think you should even think twice about it I don't think you should think of someone else Shea Gilders Alexander had a crazy insane year his steals were up to 1.6 last season which is a little high there could be a little bit of a regression there but let's say there's a regression right all right, cool. He's still like 30 points, five rebounds, almost six assists, a block, over a steal a game. Great percentages. If you're playing percentages, uh, I think, I don't know how I'm going to get Shea Gilders out of my top five. Uh, I got Dame Lillard up in my top eight, it looks like. Where's Dame Lillard going to be? I don't know. Is he in Miami? Kind of feels like he's going to Miami. Um, I do think Shea continues to... Um, produce insane numbers even with chet coming in chet is going to be great he's going to be really good uh i have chet in my let's say fourth round because wimby is going to go in a lot of people's second round and i think wimby and chet actually might be neck and neck uh rookie of the year like i don't think it's a blow away wimby's got it on lock for sure 100 percent both of those dudes could average like three plus blocks a game. Both of those dudes could be focal points on their team. Shea Gildress Alexander is the difference, right? Shea Gil and, and Oklahoma City is like a functioning team, right? The Spurs are not a functioning team, let's be honest. 
So Wimby's going to get the ball a lot more. But let's say Wimby struggles. Let's say Wimby has a minor um, injury, right? They're going to sit him. Wimby's not going to be ready for like five full years. And then he'll be like a pretty all-star, possibly an MVP. Um, Okay, City, on the other hand, is a team ready to win some games in the playoffs. And I actually think they can. You want a hot take? I think OK, OK City can come out of the first round in the West, and that is a hot take because uh, the West is like ultra powerful. Like it is a crazy. It just keeps getting better and better. Just when you thought the East was going to have an upper hand, nah, the West is still the best. Uh, uh, West side is the best side. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Um, but yeah, I think SGA just utilizes Chet to his advantage. Imagine SGA coming off a pick and roll with Chet. Imagine being able to pop it back to him when he pops out for a three. Imagine Shea Gilders Alexander with another really good player, if not the second best player on, on that team, utilizing him. Um, the thing I love about Shea Gilders Alexander is that it doesn't feel like he has spots. When I watch him, he scores from like literally wherever he is. And that's like the most confusing thing about him. And I think that's actually one of the more unstoppable things about him. It just doesn't really matter where he is on the court. He's figuring out a way to get to the hoop or score or put something up or find someone open, right? Kawhi gets to his spots, and then he's unconscious from those spots. Same with KD, right? But Shea Gildress is like a different breed. It doesn't. He, I'm sure he has spots. I'm sure if you went to the, the, the analytics from the cams above, I'm sure you could find some analytics that says he's, um, you know, got hot spots, right? But, I, you know, watching, right, I, I don't see that. Um. Yeah, Drake. You know what? Shout out to the Raptors fans. I'm gonna be in Toronto in October, actually. Um, and I'm gonna check out a. I think I'm gonna to try to check out a Raptors game when I'm up there. Um, I did go to the last time I went to a Raptors game. They ended up winning a championship. So uh, I don't think that's gonna happen this year. But uh, shout out to all the people in Toronto. This draft is about to start. I don't know if it's gonna start on time. I think Adam King is doing like a live draft. Um, right now, um, I think he's talking this out. It is so hard to talk and do a draft. It really is. It's, it's like, you got to like focus on what other people do and you got to get ready for your pick. You got to like make it semi entertaining for people who are listening. Um, so I'm glad you're listening. Yeah, I'm glad you're out there. Glad you're listening. We're about to get started. Um, I'm pick 12. I don't like that. I really don't like that. Because like I said, my top, my first round is like not ready. I don't, I'm not ready for my first round, but I think I'm about to see something interesting and we'll see if it plays out. Since the first round is wide open, I feel like there's some old favorites who are going to trickle down into the end of the second round. Now I might not get lucky at pick 12. And if I get pick 12, I'm looking at Devin Booker, which might be. A lot of people might be go, what the what the fuck's wrong with you? Um, Devin Booker was 25th overall in averages. Why would you look at him at number 12? Well, because Chris Paul is not there anymore. And when Chris Paul was not there, Devin Booker was the focal point of this offense. Now, I, you know, I'm aware of the trades that they made. I'm aware that they have more people on their team. Uh, I'm, I, I don't think that matters. It doesn't it doesn't matter to me. I'm not getting Devin Booker on the way back. 12-13 might be a real 
stretch. So I don't know if I don't know, but I'm looking at Devin Booker because he's got one of those stats that's hard to replace. It's called points. Um, I'm hoping instead what happens is somebody like uh, a Steph Curry, a Jason Tatum, um, you know, maybe a James Harden falls to me. But without that, I can go with some old staples like our good friend Car Anthony Towns. Now, him and Gobert have been shit together, and I have, I have not liked that. But the upside for Carl Anthony Towns is there. And this is exactly why I'd only picking in the 12 spot. It's like, do you go with Donovan Mitchell? Do you go with Jimmy Butler? Do you go with LeBron? Do you go with Porzingis, who's injured all the fucking time? I don't know. So uh, the draft is starting, so hopefully it's a slow, slow draft. Um, all right. And if you guys got any comments in the chat, let me know. Um, shout out to all y'all in the chat. We got, you know, we got some people in there. Uh, I did not announce this, so it's cool that you're even in here. Um, all right, we're getting started. It looks like we're paused already, which uh, I'm not surprised. But yeah, I I don't know where to go with this pick because uh, 1213 is fucking. It's just garbage. It's a garbage spot. So this might be when I go over to totals and see what like those big differences are. Now you look at this right here. Dante Sabonis really sticks out. Fifth overall in totals. Trey Young, seventh overall in totals. It is impossible to get assists out of like the first and second round. So I kind of need assists. So I might be, it might be Devin Booker. It might be Trey Young. It might be Donovan Mitchell for points. Uh, and it might be Dante Sabonis for that overall kind of, you know how I like to play. You know I like the Roto style. You know I like across the board. Uh, the, the flip side of this is that I, I'm not sure we're going to see a lot of people um, playing 75, 79 games, 78 games Brook Lopez, 82 games Vujovic, right? It's, Vujovic is good. He's really good. Is he not the, the 10th best player in fantasy? No. But when he plays 82 games, he is. But who's going to play 82 games? Somehow, Mikel Bridges played 83 games last year. It's incredible. Uh, that guy doesn't stop. I like Mikel Bridges a lot, actually, this year. I, I don't think you're going to get him on the cheap. Um, and as always, I like to focus on guys that you can get on the cheap. There's going to be a lot of hype guys, of course. But there's going to be a lot of guys that you kind of forgot about, right? Chris Middleton had a bad year last year. Why would Chris? He was injured. He was injured all throughout the year. Seems healthy now. Why would Chris Middleton suddenly not be a, a, a third-round player? He really plays like a second-round player. Why would he not be a third-round player? Um, where's my guy? Where's my guy? Click, click, click. On averages. This is on averages. This is Drew Holiday, 31. DeMar DeRozan, 30. Brandon Ingram, 32. Yeah, he played 45 games. 32. I bet you can get him in the fifth round. Desmond Bain, another guy that I like who, uh, with Ja being out, is going to take more of a focal point of the offense. Like that. I like that. Uh, Darius Garland, young. There's a lot of guys I like in this 25 to 45 space, that third, what I would call the third tier. A lot of guys I like. Second round, I don't know. No idea. Who do you trust up there? Do you trust Lowry Markin to continue on this trajectory? Incredibly efficient. Can he put that up again next year? Dante Sabonis seems like the safest pick in that second round because what his role would not change. He's getting you elite rebounds, which is actually becoming harder and harder to find. 
Um, and then he gets you seven assists a game. That's crazy. Seven assists. If I do Sabonis and Trey Young back to back at 12 and 13, that's kind of set me up for a, a really insane assist build. Um, Trey Young is going to have the points that kind of make up for Sabonis' lack of points. They kind of complement each other pretty well. Uh, it would be kind of, and this is a head-to-head league. This is a nine-cat head-to-head league. I don't care about turnovers, but uh, it certainly is in the mix. Um, and I've always said, and we've said it a billion times on Watch the Boxes, right? Do not punt going into a draft. You can punt during the draft, but do not punt before you even start the draft. It's stupid because you're someone else is going to have your exact same punt strategy. You aren't original. There's not that many permutations of punting strategies. Um, unless you got something really weird up your sleeve, like some sort of percentage um, assists, which I, it sounds like that's what I'm going for right now with Sabonis and Trey Young. Um, Unless you got something weird up your sleeve, I have a feeling you didn't come up with a new punting strategy. You read the same article everybody else did, all right? Don't punt. Uh, because because you're also going up against a bunch of other people, right? It makes more sense to learn and to figure out what you're good at, what you're bad at with the best players available in your first three rounds. I say first three rounds. Uh, when you're picking on the turn, it's a little different. You might have to do it after the first two. Uh, you might do it after the first four. But punting off the bat is a terrible, terrible strategy. Um, I would not recommend it. How about that? The second piece of advice is, is that eventually you probably do have to favor certain categories over another. I don't say punt. I say, uh, you know, we're, we're going to ignore some of these categories. So if I go with Sabonis, Trey Young, I'm already ignoring blocks. I'm pretty sure blocks ain't coming back to me later. Uh, it does sound like we've restarted the draft, so I'll try to give you a little play-by-play. Uh, for those people listening on the podcast, what's going to happen? Of course, uh, Jokic went number one. That's not a that's not a question. Shea Gilders at number two. Yay! Yay! Hey! Hey! Whoa. That's aggressive. I think it's in B number two. But, like, this is kind of my point. I don't hate it. I don't hate Shea Gilders at number two. I, d- I don't. Doncic number three, Embiid number four. Okay. If I'm sitting number four, I'm like, damn, that's a good pick. I got a good hookup. This is where it's going to get interesting. Do you trust Kevin Durant's health? Do you want Tyrese Halliburton? Do you want Dame or Steph, the old guard? Do you want Tatum's becoming like an old, boring guy? Tatum's like really young, guys. Don't forget that Tatum's like incredibly young and not in his prime yet. I'm hoping Tatum falls to me. Uh, Tyrese went number five. This is going, you know, this is interesting so far, but, you know, not that interesting. Uh, Also, like, um, the real interesting shit happens in the later rounds. I like these mock drafts um, to see, because, like, I'm really, honestly, it's July. I'm not prepared. Uh, I like to see what other people, especially other industry, uh, fancy basketball people, I like to see who they're thinking about in the fourth round, the fifth round, the sixth round, the seventh round, because there's some names that pop in there that you're like, oh, I didn't. I, did th- I had Onkongwu really high last year. Turns out that wasn't... I probably had him a little too high, but it also wasn't like the worst idea. He wasn't there all the way, but he was on his way. I think he ended up in totals. 
Kong I don't know how to spell his name, so uh, we're gonna have to figure that out later because it's almost my pick, and this is why it's so hard to do this shit when you are also drafting. Uh, Tatum at number six, Durant at number seven, Giannis at number eight, Lamelo at number nine. Am I gonna get? Am I gonna get my dream? Is Damian Lillard gonna follow me? I don't care where Damian Lillard's going. I don't care if he's going to Miami. I don't the Clippers, uh, the Chicago Bulls. I do not give a shit where Damian Lillard's going. I will take Damian Lillard at twelve. Thank you very much. Steph Curry at number ten is a hell of a pick. Our old friend Kyle Kamakun uh, always seems to one be drafting right before me, son of a bitch, and always two drafting players I want, and it's really annoying, and I'm a little tired of it. But uh, you know. I should be used to it by now because he does it every single year in these mock drafts. <sighs> so Curry would have been a great number 12 pick. We're kind of sitting in a weird spot. Do we trust Anthony Davis next year? Ah, these sons of bitches. They left me with like probably the worst picks. So Lillard went 11. So that leads me to do I trust Anthony Davis? I think I'm almost certainly gonna go Trey Young. Because you can't you can't find assists later. God, that feels early for Trey Young, doesn't it? Ugh, I hate I hate picking Trey Young this early. Oh shit. Um I'm gonna go with Trey Young. I don't like that pick. But I like the I like I do like the assists. Now Harden is another guy you could get here. He obviously was eleventh in, in averages last year. Uh, gets a lot of assists. He's in such a weird position. I don't know what to do with him. Right. Um. I don't like doing this, but it feels like a crime not to. It feels like a crime to let Anthony Davis after that last season go past the turn here. So I'm going to go with small big. Small big, Trey Young, get those big assists in my pocket. And then Anthony Davis. Could have went with Anthony Davis at 12, 12, 13. Doesn't really matter. Let's go look at Trey Young. Uh, 22nd overall, 73 games um, on averages, 22nd overall. On totals, on the other hand, 7th overall. Uh, Sabonis goes right off the board right after Anthony Davis uh, at 14. To be expected, by the way. I, I That's who I was looking at. I was between Anthony Davis and Sabonis. So now I got Trey. Now I got Anthony Davis. A little bit of, uh, I would say, definitely a risk on Anthony Davis, so much so that I wasn't even thinking about taking him until um, the last minute, right? I don't know if I, um, I don't know if Anthony Davis can play 56 games, right? Um, and that's, that's, that's saying a lot. Like, and that's that's really really dangerous, but if you look at it here, 50, 50, in fifty six games, Anthony Davis in fifty six game was the nineteenth best player. Let's say he plays 60, 61, 62. He's in your top fifteen. That'd be the best case scenario. The worst case scenario is he plays like five games. Sabonis, on the other hand, played seventy nine games. He's a little bit healthier, so I think that's your your risk reward, right? Your risk reward, Anthony Davis is the better per game player, less reliable, Sabonis, more reliable, 
but not the complete player that Anthony Davis is. Anthony Davis doing really silly stuff last year. Um, I'm probably going to regret, I would say, taking a chance on Anthony Davis, but 26 points, 12 and a half rebounds, two blocks over a steal. Really great percentages. Mixing that up with uh, Trey Young's 10 assists, 26 points, and two uh, three-pointers. I do need some more threes. Oh, here we go. So let me tell you what's going on in the draft now. Um, Second round, top of the second round, I went with Anthony Davis. Then Sabonis went off the board. I think that's the right pick. Jaron Jackson Jr. Also, I think that's a really good pick. Um, And it was obviously Devin Booker was too early to take on the turn, right? Um, James Harden comes off the board after Jaron Jackson. Uh, It's pretty late for Jaron Jackson. Carnthony Towns comes off the board after that. Harden, Carnthony Towns might have been a good uh, two picks on the turn. Uh, But I I don't trust Anthony or I don't trust Carnthony Towns and Gobert. I just don't trust them together. I just don't. Um, They they kind of peel off each other. Obviously, Carnthony Towns only played 29 games last year, but he was definitely down in in a handful of categories because they're just not they're just not a good fit. So second round, Anthony Davis, Sabonis, Jaron Jackson, James Harden, Car Anthony Towns. I like those two picks. Anthony Edwards. Woo. And now here it is with the seventh pick in the second round. Victor Women Bamna. Bamna, Jesus, I can't even say it. Wimby. Wimby, middle of the second round. You're not getting him. Do not draft him that high. That is far too high to draft Wimby. Do not draft a rookie in the second round. I'm sorry. I don't care. Oh, thank you, Silver Kaiser, for saying I, I look so good. Um, I'm like talking like really close to the mic. I'm like this. I'm like, listen to me. Listen to me right now. Wimby is not a guy you should have in the second round. Do not draft him there. Devin Booker went right after him. I'd rather have Devin Booker. Donovan, I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Mikhail Bridges went in the second round, which is a little bit surprising. Um, I thought he would be like a top of the third round guy. But Mikkel Bridges is good enough to be an end of the second round guy. Kessler in the second round, little that's too high for me. I'm sorry. Bain in the second round, at the end of the second round, that's a little too high for me. Um, I, I do think Bain's going to have a great start of the year with a jaw out, but I don't think he's a second round player. Here's some guys who are second round players. At the top of the third, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler is a second round player. He's a high second round player. I don't know why he went in the third round. That's too late. Fred Van Fleet is definitely a middle of the second round player. Fred Van Fleet is still going to thrive in Houston. I'm not worried about it. Fred Van Fleet's going to do Van Fleet stuff. He's going to be a second round player. I love Fred Van. I, I love Fred Van Fleet. He's underrated. Um, obviously, you can start, you know, looking at getting rid of your percentages with Fred Van Fleet shooting under forty percent, right? But the steals are crazy. The assists are uh, fantastic, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Lowry Marketing, third pick in the third round. Uh, it seems early, but it seems right. Kyrie going in early in the third, so it goes Lowry Mark and Kyrie. Kyrie is high risk, high reward. Played 60 games, had himself the ninth best season on averages last season. If he's committed to playing, that's a hell of a pick in the third round. Risk reward. If Kyrie decides not to play or try, decides he wants to be traded again, now he got paid, so maybe he wouldn't, but decides he wants to get traded again. Sounds like Kyrie in the third round is a bad pick, but that's probably the place you got to take him. He's in the third round. I think you have to take 
Kyrie Irving. Bam Adebayo goes off the board after that. I like that pick. It's uh, Bam Adebayo is always a solid third round pick. Dejounte Murray is also another good third round pick. See, I like all these picks. I don't like picking where I picked. I'm 12, 13. I don't like those. I don't like that spot. Look at all these guys who are falling. Kyrie, Van Fleet, Butler, Dejounte Murray, Pascal Siakam, seventh pick in the third round, followed by LeBron James. You guys remember LeBron James? Do you guys remember LeBron? He's really good at basketball. Um, he went with the in the eighth pick in the third round. Chet Holgram, here it is, ninth pick in the third round. I was kind of hoping to take Chet Holgram on the turn here. I am not pleased with Chet Holgram going this early. That's too early. Ninth pick in the third round, and then Cade goes off the board. Damn. Of course it's Kyle. Of course it's Kyle taking Cade Cunningham. Kyle. What am I going to do with you, man? Come on. Come on. Cade, Cunning Cade Cunningham's a great pick. Garland is a great pick. Oh, man. And now I'm left with, like, risk rewards like Paul George and Chris Stapps after already taking a risk reward with Anthony Davis. Or some old faithfuls like my boy DeMar DeRozan, Nikola Vujovic, uh, Drew Holiday, who's fantastic. Um, sinners really start to disappear after this. So I do think I'm going to go with my man Vujovic. Um, shout out Chicago Bulls. I, I don't think I can have Chris Stepps and Anthony Davis on the same team. I don't think I can do it. I, I don't think that's a, a wise decision. I could, if I did that, it would just be a guy, a bunch of guys who might get hurt. If already at this point, do you lean into the risk reward or do you try to play it safe now that you've taken a risk with your second round pick? I think you should take it safe. Personally, this is a mock draft. Maybe I won't take it safe, but I do think personally you should take it safe. Um, and since I'm going to take it safe, I'm going to go with, well, shit. Well, it's too late. I got three seconds. Paul George. I don't know about that one. I don't know about Paul George. I don't know about Paul George. So I took Vujovic with the last pick in the third round. Very safe pick, I think. Uh, very across-the-board type player, the type of player I enjoy having on my roster. Um, and then I went with Paul George, another high-risk, high-reward. I feel like he's less, well, I don't know. I think he's less risk than Chris Stapps. Chris Stapps is like, first he's on Boston, right? We all know how this works. The top three e or in a in a big three situation, which I wouldn't even call that a big three situation. The top guy is E, the third guy lays back. I think Chris Stapp's the third guy in that situation. I think he's behind um, um, Jamal Brown. Jamal Brown, yeah, Jamal Brown, who just got paid. Shout out, shout out to Jamal Brown. Am I, it's Jamal Brown, not Jalen Brown. What the fuck is wrong with me? That's how out of it I am right now. That's how July mode I am. I just called Jalen Brown, Jamal Brown. What the fuck is wrong? Okay. I need Tyler here to keep me on track. That's my, that's on me. Um, here in the fourth round, you're going to see some weird stuff happen. I think I don't like my team already, but that's, that's usually how it is with like the first mock draft draft of the year. I don't like my team. Let me tell you who's been in the fourth round. Paul George. That was my pick followed by Jalen Brown. 
Chris Dapps, nice risk reward by Kyle. Uh, Evan Mobley, probably a little bit early on Evan Mobley, but I love Evan Mobley's upside. It's still too early. Uh, Zion Williamson, fourth, uh, fifth pick in the fourth round. Zion Williamson is in my do not draft uh, list. I usually have zero people in my do not draft list. I literally wouldn't take him in the fifth round, sixth round, seventh round. I don't want him. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in Zion Williams. I'm just not. You know what? That's going to pay off one day. Someone's going to get Zion Williamson, and he's going to be healthy all season, and they're going to get him in the fourth, fifth, sixth round, and it's going to be a hell of a season for whoever picks Zion. It's not going to be me. It's just not. So right now, I am really hating picking 12th. I don't like any of the players that have fallen to me at all. Uh, after Zion with the sixth pick in the fourth round, uh, Kawhi Leonard. All right. Another great risk reward. I think if Kawhi is sitting around in the fourth round, you have to take him. Yes, uh, Kawhi gets hurt. Yes, Kawhi sits games. Um, everybody knows this. You already know this, and that's why he's in the fourth round. But per game, he played 52 games last season. Per game, Kawhi Leonard is the 17th best player. So on a per-game basis, you're going to get some pretty good return on, on him in the fourth round. Some very good return on him in the fourth round. Because who got drafted after him? Uh, De'Aaron Fox. I don't I don't really like De'Aaron Fox. I don't think I've ever had De'Aaron Fox on my team. Nothing against De'Aaron Fox. His free throw percentage is bad for a point guard. He scores well, but his, th- his threes are shitty for a point guard. Uh, but everything else is pretty pretty solid. He's a pretty solid player. He's a he's a fourth round fifth round player. He went in the fourth round. Uh, Brandon Ingram went out uh, eighth in the fourth round. I like Brandon Ingram a lot. If he can stay healthy, he's a hundred percent a fourth round player. Followed by Miles Turner. Uh, Miles Turner is Miles Turner. We all know Miles Turner. Uh, he's going to get you some blocks. He's not going to score that much. He's going to not be the best at rebounds. Good for Miles Turner. Who knows if he's in Indiana the rest of the year or whatever. Brunson. Brunson in the fourth round. He's a top 50 player. Take him in the top 50. That's fine. I kind of don't want Brunson. I'd rather have Drew Holiday. So it went Miles Turner, Brunson, Jamal Murray, a little early for Jamal Murray, in my opinion, um, and Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is better than all of those. He's better than Drew uh, Murray. He's better than Brunson. He's better than Fox. Drew Holiday is like a solid mid. I, 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 I thought about taking him on the turn. At the beginning of the fourth round. That's how good Drew Holiday is. Let me once again remind you. Before it's my turn again. And I blow my pick. Drew Holiday on averages. 67 games played. But on averages. 31st overall. It's pretty damn good. We're in the fifth round. It's quickly approaching my pick. I am not ready at all. Uh, Fifth round. OG and Anobi. Okay. Fine. Claxton, okay, fine. Sagoon, love Sagoon. Fifth round's a great place to pick him. Um, ooh, I kind of like these next two picks as well. I think it's a little early, but he's not getting back to you. Like, 100% not getting back to you. Uh, Jalen Williams. There, there's my Jalen. That's who I'm thinking of. I'm always thinking about Jalen Williams. Jalen Williams had a great second half to la- uh, last season. He's definitely a fifth-round pick. Um, I, I think he's not getting out of the fifth round. So if you want him, you have to take him early in the fifth round. Uh, Bradley Beal. And this is where I, I why I consider taking Devin Booker 
in this uh, at the turn because Bradley Beal's not going to be the point guard. Booker's going to be the point guard. Um, shit, it is approaching. It is quickly approaching my turn, and I do not know who I am going to pick. Um, it's really getting thin here. There's a nice hard drop off at the end of this round. I feel. And I feel like I'm going to get the brunt end of that drop off. Um, I like Bradley Beal as a fifth round pick. I think that's a really nice steal. Bradley Beal went healthy and good and playing third fiddle on um, the he's going to be a good third fiddle. You know how I said the top two guys eat and the third guy doesn't. Well, Bradley Beal, probably the third guy there. Um, He's probably like the best third guy, though. And also fifth round for the third wheel is 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 pretty good. That's a pretty good hookup. So Bradley Beal in the fifth round, I'm all for it. John Morant went right after him. John Morant in the fifth round is too early. He's not playing for 40 games, guys. Like uh, I don't know why you thought that was a good idea. I'm not a fan of it. DeMar DeRozan is a steal in the fifth round. Scotty Barnes is fine in the fifth round. Zach Levine is a steal in the fifth round. So it's DeMar, Barnes, Levine. We're in the 10th pick. We're almost to my pick. Maxi went 10th. I like that. I'm going to take Chris Middleton here. Now, finally, I got a, a player that I really like who um, I, I feel is like actually a steal here is uh, Chris Middleton. So do I get boring and go Chris Middleton, Brooke Lopez? Brooke Lopez, even if he kind of recreates, like sort of recreates, right? And let me get Middleton in my queue. Um, always set a queue. I haven't been doing that, and that's really dumb. Always set a queue. Brooke Lopez. He played 78 games. Does he play 78 games this year? Probably not. I highly doubt it. I'm definitely taking Chris Middleton here. Not even a question. Um, Brooke Lopez, 29th. In averages overall, crazy blocks. Obviously, that's bumped up a lot by the blocks. But he's an all-around really good player when it comes to percentages. Threes for a center. Decent points. Even if he has kind of a shitty year. Uh, it's either him or Cam Johnson. I kind of like Cam Johnson in Brooklyn. Uh, or Jordan Poole. Get weird with Jordan Poole. Hmm. Ah, screw it. It's a mock draft. I'm going to get weird with Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. 83rd pick overall. Um, now, he was the, he's the 83rd on average overall last season. But Jordan Poole is going to do stupid, stupid crap. In Washington, he's going to shoot a billion shots. Um, I got some really good, like, field goal percentage already. Trey Young's not, but Anthony Davis, Vujovic, Middleton's a good percentage guy. Jordan Poole's going to shoot the ball. I was going to say 100, 300 times a game. It's more likely going to be 24, 25 times a game. The guy might put up, and this is the risk or reward. He's Obviously, his percentages are going to be bad, but he's the only competent player there. He's going to have to learn 
Like, here's the thing. He's going to have to learn how to, like, distribute the ball, but I think he can. In Golden State, he averaged four and a half assists last season. That's pretty good, considering, like, you know, he's probably passing it to, you know, Curry, who can make shots, right? But, um, like, the players on Washington, um, maybe they'll make shots, maybe they won't. I don't know. Uh, if not, you know who's going to shoot more? Jordan Poole. He might average like almost 30 points a game. Getting 30 points a game in the sixth round, um, let's just say it's 25 or 27. He's going to have terrible nights, but he's going to have crazy nights, and he's going to have the green light to shoot all the time. I am trying to talk myself into Jordan Poole. I also think Jordan Poole's like people don't like him. People don't. I love it when people don't like somebody because that means they usually drop in drafts. Um, I probably took him too early. I probably could have got him in the next round. Like I said, do not do not copy me in this mock. This mock is not very good, but it's good to see what the other experts are doing who are actually competent and think about this in July. Um, and then again, all the players that I kind of like have been picked around me. So like I'm not too upset. I think I'm I'm on pace. Uh, just you know when it comes to performance, when it comes to actually picking, I'm pretty bad at it. So I went with Middleton and Poole on the turn. I think Middleton's a great pick in the in the fifth round. Middleton's a, a third round player. Could be a second round player if he if he plays as efficiently as he possibly can. But um, definitely a third round player. Getting him at the end of the fifth round, in my opinion, is a steal. Uh, Jordan Poole. I took him at the top of six. I think he's just going to score a lot of points. This is a head to head league. Uh, I think if you can triple quadruple down on points, like points are usually indicative of winning every like league I've ever been in. The person who wins the league is in the top three in points every single time. So we're at, we're in the sixth round. This is how the sixth round is going. I'm going to give you my lightning, my lightning stuff. I wish this thing would stop moving. All right, let's just do this. All right, cool. Um, Jordan Poole, Jared Allen. Sixth round? Okay, that's fine. Josh Giddy. I like Josh Giddy. I like Josh Giddy a lot. I think Josh Giddy's going to be really good. He's like 20 years old. Um, I really like Josh Giddy. I think this could be a... It's it's that OK City is so flush with talent. They got so many people there. Giddy's not going to eat. He's just not. So I really like Josh Giddy, but I think sixth round, early sixth round is too early for Josh Giddy. Um... Brooke Lopez went after that. I think that's a great pick. I thought about taking Brooke Lopez myself. Um, but I got good I got good blocks with Anthony Davis. Um maybe should have went double down on blocks, perhaps. Could have done that. Um I think points or blocks would have been perfectly fine there. Um, but I like I like that Brooke Lopez in the sixth round. I think that's a, a really quality pick. Um let's see. Who else do we got? This is going way too quickly. We're already in the seventh round. Uh, we're flying through this. Dang. Um, I didn't think this would be so so quick. So, let's see. Is that Jabari Smith who went? Yeah, that's Jabari. Um, Jabari Smith went fifth in the, uh, in the sixth round. <sighs> eh... I don't think I love that pick. 
I think Jabari's really good. I just don't think he's got he's, his assists are like non-existent. His steals aren't good. He doesn't get enough blocks. His percentages are shit. I don't like Jabari Smith. Um, he he did play better in the second half, but like not enough for me to take him in the sixth round, especially when guys like uh, who went next. Aiden went next. I'd rather have Aiden. Gobert went next. I don't like Gobert. I don't even know if I like him in the sixth round, but I'd, I'd rather have him than Jabari Smith. Uh, Pablo Benchero, I think, is a one-note points, rebounds, nothing else. He's like a poor man's or a reincarnation of the old Zach Randolph. Points and rebounds. Cool. Banchero doesn't even get the rebounds that Zach Randolph got, right? Banchero in the sixth round, I don't like it. Um, White with Boston. Yeah, he could have a a, a much larger role in, in Boston. I kind of like him in the sixth round. Julius Randle in the sixth round actually kind of is a steal. I think late in the sixth round. He's kind of like an early sixth round guy, maybe even a late fifth round guy. Uh, he's not a late fifth round guy when you get Zach Levine late in the fifth round. That's a huge steal. Um, Randall, uh, Simmons in Portland, and then CJ McCollum. I like those picks. All three of those picks, they're uh, you know what you're getting. Uh, Simmons could even have a, a much better year with Dame leaving. Um, I, I like all of those uh, picks right there. Uh, Miles Bridges in the seventh uh, to to begin the seventh round. Now I'm not going to comment on why you maybe shouldn't uh, ever draft Miles Bridges, but um, Miles Bridges has the talent to be a top 40, top 30 player, and you get him in the seventh round. Risk reward. Uh, shout out your risk reward. That's a, I think that's a good risk reward, uh, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Cam Johnson in the seventh round, I like. Trey Mur- uh, Murphy is an, another solid pick. Jeremy Grant with no Dame in Portland is also a good pick. Potal in the seventh round, like if you desperately need a center, I guess. But I feel like I feel like you, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of center. I mean, there's not a lot of centers left. You got well, I'd rather have Draymond. Draymond's out there. I'd rather have Draymond than Potal. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is out there. I'd rather have him. Probably might, might even rather have Wendell Carter than Potal. Um, and you know, Potal's not that bad. Maybe I'm giving Potal to uh, not enough credit. 72nd overall in averages. 12 points, 9 rebounds. I mean, 9 rebounds, that's pretty good. Over a blocking game, that's pretty good. If you're desperate for a center, I guess you took uh, Potal in the 7th round. That's fine. Terry Rozier and Charlotte. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I like... I don't know if I like Terry Rozier. 7th uh, round's fine, whatever. But I don't know if I like that. We got Franz Wagner. Uh, I like I like Franz Wagner a lot. I hope he can break out this year. Tyler Hero, solid pick. You know what you're getting. Johnny Collins in Utah. I don't like it. I don't know what Johnny Collins is going to do there. Nobody knows what Johnny Collins is going to do there. Austin Reeves in the seventh round. No, thank you. I do not want Austin Reeves on my team, um, especially in the seventh round. It is my turn. It is my pick. Um, will Scoot get back to me? Don't know. Is it too early to take Scoot? Yes, it is. Is he getting back to me? Probably not. Hmm. A lot of guys I like. Not a lot of guys I love. Wiggins had a really crazy end of the year last year. I also think people forget that Buddy Heald is still, like, super good and just, like, hits threes on the reg. I'm in between some boring but solid picks. Andrew Wiggins, who had a great second half when he was back. And not Michael Porter. Kevin Porter. Mm, Kevin Porter, 55th overall now with Van Fleet there. 
what does that look like? I don't know. Am I willing to take a take a shot? Maybe. Tobias Harris, old and boring. Ooh man, Scooter Kevin. You gotta go with a little upside here. You gotta go with a little upside, but I'm gonna go with playing time. Screw it, I don't care. It's a mock draft. Um, I'm going with upside here. Scoot Henderson would have been the number one pick in any drafts in the last, like, I don't know, like eight years, other than Wimby and other than Luka. I, I think that's pretty safe to say. Um, now, is he the third best player in this, you know, generation? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But the whole point of playing fantasy basketball is they're having a little fun. It's much more fun to root for Scoot Henderson than it is to hope Andrew Wiggins has a nice uh, season or that Kevin Porter um, blows up in the in the shadow of Van Fleet hogging the ball down in Houston. It's much more fun to root for Killian Hayes and Scoot Henderson than it is to hope uh, Spencer Dinwiddie has like a solid year in Brooklyn. So I went with something that's fun. That is fun. Tobias Harris uh, is a great pick, but um, in, in the if beginning of the eighth round, but it's not fun. I went with something fun. And if Scoot honestly becomes the primary, like, if he is as good as they say he is, if he is, a Derrick Rose, John Morant type player. He is going to be very fun to watch, and he's going to be very good immediately without Damian Lillard. They might give him the ball to run the whole offense, and then his assists go up, and it's always good to get assists. I like it. I'm okay with it. Uh, Tyus Jones went after him in the eighth round. That's perfectly fine. Tyus Jones is all right. Jalen Duran uh, is a nice little upside pick. Uh, Dem Vassell. Vassell is also a nice pick. Uh, here in the eighth round, I like Vassal. What did Vassal do at the end of the year? Oh, wrong. I'm in the wrong browser. Vassal. He was 102 overall uh, in averages. Obviously, those percentages could be a little better. And then you got to also worry about Wimby with Devin Vassal. But when healthy, Devin Vassal, you know, was approaching 20 points a game he's getting over a steal a game it's the eighth round 20 approaching 20 points a game and three threes a game is pretty good for the eighth round and this is actually where i think you're going to get the most value out of this draft um it's not where everybody picked everybody i think it's you're going to see in the last round this round next couple rounds who the other industry mock, uh, the fantasy basketball people are taking in this mock. Who they got an eye on now. Doesn't mean that's the person they're going to have an eye on or even that I'm going to have an eye on. Um, Next month, three months from now when the season's approaching, when I'm doing my drafts. That's not, it's not really three months. It's actually coming up real soon, isn't it? Um, but I think there are a handful of guys that are breakout candidates here in the seventh, eighth, ninth round. Um, Devin Vassell actually could be one of them. I don't think Austin Reeves don't think he's one of them. Jalen Dern, possibly. Uh, one of the actually one of the one of the guys I like right here, Keegan Murray. I like Keegan Murray. Now, 
is Sacramento going to give him more of a role next season? Maybe. Maybe. But he, he is. But he's got talent. He's really good. I think Keegan Murray is very good. I actually think he's better than an eighth-round player as well, um, which means I should have taken, uh, taken him, and I did not, so I should shut up. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm all in on Jalen Green, but Jalen Green's got some flashes of insane, absolutely insane talent. Um, I think he's worth watching. He's worth keeping an eye on. Mark Williams, he's good. Mark Williams had himself a very good end of the season. Crazy rebounds, solid blocks. He can score. Like, these are the type of guys you're gonna people are gonna keep an eye on. Shannon Sharp. Excuse me, Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp. You know, this is one of the another one of them Freudian slips that show how old I am. Shaden Sharp. That's a, I like that pick in the eighth round too. I like that a lot. Another let's play who's gonna take over the team in Portland game. Could be Shaden instead of Scoot. I don't know. I'm I have no idea. He's got some good assist games. They could hand it over to him. We got Shaden in the eighth. We got uh, D'Angelo Russell in the eighth. I actually do like that pick. D'Angelo Russell had a really, really great year last year. The problem is, is he's in LA, and in the eighth round, this is an okay pick. Um, I, I like it here, eighth, ninth round. There's not a lot of like really solid guards, um, who are gonna start, who are gonna play minutes left that we know are gonna play minutes. Here's the thing: uh, D'Angelo Russell and LeBron James cannot play together. Uh, well, they can, but Russell's not going to be as good as he can be, right? So, hope LeBron retires, I guess, if you take Russell in the eighth round. But I don't mind it in the eighth round. I just, I don't know. I'm I'm not, like, interested in, like, taking him. Mitchell Robinson, I do not care about Mitchell Robinson. Chris Paul's, like, actually a really great pick in the ninth round. The guy's, like, really good at basketball. He's, sure, he's older. Yeah, he probably won't play that many games, but... They're gonna like turn. They're gonna make use him to take minutes and time off of Steph Curry. Chris Paul, forty eighth overall in averages last season, nine assists, one point five steals. It'll be down from that, but it'll still be like better than Terry Rozier, right? I think taking him. If you think he's gonna play in Golden State and you think he's gonna play good minutes, which I'm not sure about, but if you think he's gonna play, then ninth round is a great uh, pick for him. We got Robert Williams, Andrew Wiggins. I actually think that's a great pick in the ninth round. Wendell Carter Jr., Spencer Dinwiddie. So the boring picks I didn't want, but those are actually all very good picks for the ninth round. Michael Porter Jr., Marcus Smart, Tobias Harris. All of those guys are going to finish over their their draft pick here. All those guys are boring, but they're all going to finish better than the ninth round. Every single one of them. Oh, shit. I was looking at Kevin Porter and... um. I was looking at Kevin Porter, and he didn't even go that in in the last round. He didn't even go this round uh, in the entire round. So, all right, it's my pick. I got Draymond out there, dude. Draymond can't fall out fall out of the ninth round, in my opinion. Where's Jonas? Eighty seventh overall. If I wanted to get another, Jonas had a bad year. Hayes is one fifty. One more pick. Who Trent. Where was Gary Trent? Alright, I'm taking Draymond. He's just too good. He does too much stuff. Um and now I'm between Porter 
and Jonas. There's not going to be a lot of bigs left. What does my team look like? That's a great question. <laughs> should probably figure out what my team looks like. I got some centers. I don't have a... And Draymond's like a backup center. I could screw somebody else over and give them like a shitty center. I think Fultz is going to have a nice, nice year. He had a nice... He had a really nice... I don't know. Do I really need another guy who doesn't shoot threes, though? Um, he did have a nice little year on him, though. Like a second half, I kind of liked. Same with Gary Trent. Uh, boring or cool. Let's go with boring. Let's screw somebody else over. That was that was a, hey, anybody who doesn't have a center, I just took your last center. You're stuck with Clint Capella. Sorry about ya. Um, Jonas is solid. Jonas is boring. And... But Jonas is good. Could have went with Clint Capella, I guess, but. Went with Jonas Valanciunas. Kind of a boring pick. Draymond and Jonas Valanciunas. Boring picks, but that was kind of like a boring pick round, right? You had um, Dinwiddie, Carter, Porter, Smart, Wiggins. All those guys in the ninth round. Tobias Harris. Um, those are all like really, in my opinion, value picks. Every one of them. Um, Jordan Clarkson goes off the board. I don't know if Jordan Clarkson still got it. I'm going to regret saying that. Probably. Knowing me. I don't know if Jordan Clarkson still got it. I don't know if I'd take him in the 10th round. I like the next picks way, way better. I like Markel Fultz. I almost took him. Markel Fultz in the 10th round. Almost, almost grabbed him. Um, that's a nice little upside pick. He had a nice little second half. Um, I like Marco Fultz. I, I I I might be rearranging my second, like a second half. I was gonna say second and third half of the draft, but like, shit. What what is wrong with me? Like I was good at math at one point. The middle portion of the draft is where you win the draft. The end of the draft is a crapshoot, and everybody's guessing, and there's not a lot of good players left. The top, everybody overanalyzes. Everybody knows who's better than everybody else. And those guys are in those top tiers. The middle of the draft, plateau number one and plateau number two, that is where your draft is won. You can't win a league in a draft, but you can win You can win a draft um, in retrospect, right? I think uh, I would give myself like a, a solid C in the middle of the draft. I like my Chris Middleton. Uh, but the 10th round, I think there's some really good players going here in the 9th and the 10th really really solid players because of all of the swings people took up here um on players that are all right you know including scoot henderson which is uh probably a little high for scoot 10th round marco fultz like it gary trent like it clay thompson okay clay thompson's still playing still pretty good what did clay finish 67th on averages overall 21 points Four over four three pointers a game. Getting that in the tenth round, pretty good. Draymond finished one above him. Also pretty good. Uh, Capella goes after that. Looks like you know, the, whoever was needing a center, looks like they need a, uh, a center. They had Aiden. They needed a backup center. They got Clint. Uh, Brandon Miller. I don't know if Brandon Miller is any good, y'all. Hey, y'all, I don't know if Brandon Miller is any good, and I certainly don't think he's good on the Hornet. Like, he's not going to have a, um, being on the Hornets, he's not going to be like, hey, Brandon Miller, this is your team. 
Or, hey, Brandon Miller, we're going to defer to you. That's not going to happen. I don't know if Brandon Miller should be drafted. Maybe in the last round or the second last round. Um, and we're in the third to last round, so maybe that makes sense. But I don't like Brandon Miller. Uh, I'd rather have one of the Thompson twins. It looks like Asar went first uh, in the 10th round. Um, but Brandon, I'd rather have Asar than Brandon. I'd rather have uh, Amin than, than Brandon as well. Kevin Porter here in the 10th round is a very nice pick. Zach Collins. Yeah, go for it. Like, Zach Collins had some really nice games. He played good minutes. I, I, I don't hate it. I just don't think he's going to have that, you know, bust out. He's not going to, like, get better because Wimby's there. Like, I, I just think he's going to – Zach Collins is just going to do Zach Collins stuff, and he's going to be fine. Um, His minutes even might go down, which I don't love, but it's the 10th round, you know? Whatever. Uh, Herb Jones in the 10th round, I do like. I do like that pick. Herb. Herb Jones. Herb Jones. Colin Sexton, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about uh, I don't know about Colin Sexton uh, in, in in any round. Not sure about that. Uh, but it is pretty late. Bogdan Bogdan Bogdanovich for the Detroit Detroit Basketball Pistons. Um, I mean he scores. He's good. He's a top 100, 110 player. He's going in the eleventh round. Yeah, that's fine. Taking a chance on Amin in the 11th round. I'm fine with that. Uh, Alex Reclean went um, back-to-back Thompson twins. He's just having fun out there. Shout out to Alex. Um, Westbrook goes right after that. Westbrook, a little washed, but um, still able to get you assists and rebounds. And we're in the 11th round of the draft. You know what I mean? Like That's like assists and rebounds of that caliber in the 11th round of the draft is a nice find it's a nice grab um kevin herter went right after that kevin herter also really nice year played as good as he possibly could kind of sitting in his prime right now he was 110 on averages overall last season um oh he's 25 yeah he's he's coming into his prime he's coming into his prime so i like that pick i i think He's a hundred. He's a you know top. He's a standard league player, getting them in the eleventh round. Got a little upside. That's cool. Manual quickly. I don't know if I like that. I don't know. I don't know about manual quickly. I don't. He's not exciting. He's not gonna improve. Herder could improve quickly. Not so much. Um, someone went with Christian Wood. Christian Wood's not on a team. It's the eleventh round. Now, granted, you might think when Christian Wood gets on a team, he's gonna do the Christian Wood stuff which is occasionally played really, really great, and then occasionally not played really, really poorly, and then occasionally not be very good at all. Um, I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think I'm taking Christian Wood in any of my drafts until he's on a team, and then I can figure it out. Um, we got some more picks here. David Roddy for uh, the Grizz. I guess uh, someone's, you know, someone someone's taking a shot, right? And this is... The next to last round, take your shot. Um, we got Sochin. Jeremy Sochin went. Uh, Nurk, that's not bad. Ivy went. Um, Aduya, Aduya went. It's my turn. I should be paying attention um, and picking my fucking pick here. A lot of like really boring but good players left, like Al Horford, Bobby Portis, Lou Dort, Patrick Williams. The Anthony Mellon, Killian Hayes. Is Killian Hayes gonna have a breakout with Cade there? Yeah, I don't I don't think so. 
this is going to be a boring pick, but shout out Chicago Bulls, Patrick Williams. Why not? Patrick Williams breakout year. I'm predicting it right now. Um, I don't think that's a good pick at, uh, even in the 11th round, but well, let's, let's give me some credit here. All right. I'm being hard on myself. Patrick Williams was 137th. This is the 11th round. If he plays any larger role on the Bulls, then it's, it's a decent pick. Um, you know who's good, y'all? Mike Connolly. Mike Connolly's good. Assists this late are pretty valuable. It's either him or Killian Hayes upside, but let's see if anyone takes Hayes. Uh, let's. This is what I like to do in these like early mock drafts. Let's see if anyone else is interested in Killian Hayes, uh, Terry Eason, Sadiq Bay. Let's just see. Let's see if anyone go, goes and gets him. Because then I know, like Killian Hayes, right? Could take him with my last pick. No big deal. So I took Patrick Williams and Connolly. Connolly finished 109 on averages last season. But that's really good assists for this late in the draft. And then Patrick Williams, a little upside uh, pick uh, if he does anything on the Bulls. And I don't think he will. I don't think he will do anything on the Bulls. I probably should have just taken Killian Hayes um, or Terry Eason uh, or anyone other than Patrick Williams. But... I wanted to do um, some good karma, some good vibes, send them into the universe, believe that this is Patrick Williams' breakout year and that the Bulls um, won't uh, just be in no man's land for the next decade of my life. That would be nice. That would be great. This is the final round. Let me just read who's coming off here. I took Connolly. Steven Adams went, eh. Sadiq Bey, that's fine. Kobe White, okay. Okay, Bulls fan. Shout out Kobe White. Um, another rookie went, Keontae George for the Jazz. I don't think he's going to play very many minutes, but I, I mean, if he does, he'd be a solid fancy player. I just don't I don't think he's going to play a lot of minutes. Um, DeAnthony Melton, yeah, that makes sense. Good steals. Like, I, I would take him. Javon Carter. Um, uh, I don't... Why is everybody taking Bulls? Is this like a Bulls thing? Is everybody taking Bulls? Is there like something funny going on in the chat? Bulls only. Bulls only last round. Let's do a Bulls only last round. Terry, there goes Terry Eason. I, you know, okay. Someone's on. Someone's on the same wavelength as me with Terry Eason. Let's see if someone else is on the wa same wavelength with Killian Hayes. I like Killian Hayes. I think Killian Hayes is like a really. Like, I think he's like really good. He was so inconsistent last season, though. Like drastically inconsistent. Benedict Mathurin, Jonathan Kamunga. These are all right picks. This is the last round. Who cares? Al Horford. Okay. Yeah. Al Horford. Everybody knows Al Horford. He's good. And Malcolm Brogdon. Okay. A lot of like, actually not a lot of like shot in the dark final picks. Um, minus the, uh, the Bulls picks, obviously. That was fun. It is way too early to be doing a mock draft. It is way too early to be thinking about any of these things. It's July. It's hot as hell. It's hot out. It's a little too hot. Um, it's a little too hot outside. If it is hot where you are, be safe. Uh, you know, if you know older people, for the love of God, check on them. Um, 
the Heat will get to you. This draft, I don't think I did so hot. That was a pretty good segue, right? That's a good segue. Um, I don't think I did so hot in this draft. But, once again, this is a it's too early. And this is a great way to see how uh, other fantasy basketball people are thinking about the season. Um, I, for one, always try to get a value with my pick. Some of these picks I think I got a value. Some of them I justified the value. And some of them are shots in the dark. You also want to have some fun, right? Uh, looking at the first round, I think Kyle got the best, I guess, bang for his buck. It's hard to get uh, a steal in the first round, but I think Seth, I almost said Seth. Steph Curry at 10 and Dame at 11? Those are steals. Like, those guys, like, Steph Curry could be the second, third best fantasy player. Maybe in the he could actually technically be the best fantasy player next season. Dame could be in the top three if they just go absolutely wild. Getting them at the end of the first round is pretty nice. There is a top, uh, looking at it right now, there is 100% a top 11. There is not a, tw- there is not a obvious 12th pick. And I, of course, had the 12th pick. I went with, uh, let's just say I went with Anthony Davis and Trey Young, uh, a back-to-back of big, small rebounds, blocks, and um, points assists. Uh, I think it's a nice combo. Uh, Dante Sabonis went right after that in the second round. I actually, I think that's a good pick. Uh, picks I don't like in the second round, Wimby, seventh overall in the second round. I don't like that. It's too early. And like, that is the, like, this is a great barometer. That is the price you're going to pay for Wimby this year. Would you rather have Wimby in the middle of the second round or would you rather have Chet Holgram at the end of the third round? I'd rather have Chet Holgram. I don't know why those two guys are even. I'd rather, this ninety percent Wimby is probably Chet Holgram, by the way. Rather had Chet Holgram at the end of the at the end of the third round. Um, I think Devin Booker middle of the second round is actually a really great pick. Um, I think Devin Booker might be a turn guy. Like I, I, I'm gonna try to. I'm probably gonna talk myself into putting him in the turn. It's. I mean, he's he's got a lot on his plate. He's got a lot to prove, quite frankly. Uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder, and it's his team. It's 100% his team. He doesn't have to listen to Chris Paul. He doesn't have to watch Chris Paul dribble the ball and dribble the ball a little bit more and dribble the ball even longer. He don't got to do that no more. As Devin Booker's team, those assists go up and his um, the rest of his stats go up, and he is a top 12 player. He really is 100%. Will that happen? I don't know, but is it worth the upside? I think so. So I'm moving him up closer to my turn. James Harden, we don't know what's going on with him. Carthony Towns doesn't play well to go bear. Jaron Jackson's got some question marks of playing time. And, you know, all those guys have a lot of question marks. Even Anthony Davis got question marks. Devin Booker, on the other hand, I don't know. I I, I think I kind of, I don't know if I like rooting for him, but I think he's a good fancy. He's a really good fancy player. Uh, Kessler and Bain in the second round are a little too early. Uh, Butler, Van Fleet. Kyrie Irving, uh, those are great third-round picks. Fantastic third-round picks. LeBron in the third round is a great pick. Uh, Cade Cunningham went in the third. I think that's probably where you're going to get him. I got Vooch at the end of the third. I actually think that's a really good pick. Paul George, if he stays healthy at the top of the fourth, is going to be a steal. He's probably not going to stay healthy, but I think that's great. Um, I think I got – those are my – 
probably my favorite picks is in the third and fourth round um, and the fifth round. I got Middleton at the end of the fifth round. I think all three of those guys could be top 30 players, right? And that, so I got three top 30 players, the best assist point guard in the league, and then the, one of the most dominant big men in the league. It's a pretty good top five, I would say. That's actually after that, it kind of falls apart. That's a pretty good top five. Looking at the fourth round for everybody, um, Drew Holiday at the end of the fourth round is one of the biggest deals in the draft. Um, I'd rather have him than some players that I will list who went ahead of Drew Holiday. Uh, Jamal Murray went right before him. Jalen Brunson, De'Aaron Fox, Zion Williamson. He's on my do not draft list. Do not draft Zion Williamson. I'd probably rather have Drew Holiday than Miles Turner, Brandon Ingram, um, Mobley. Yeah, I'd rather have I'd rather have Drew Holiday. So getting him at the end of the the fourth round is a steal. Fifth round is where it gets interesting. Fifth, sixth, seventh, even the eighth round is, is really interesting. Let me read some names off that went in the fifth round. Bradley Beal, nice, nice, a nice little grab. Sagoon, Claxton, uh, Demar Derozan, Zach Levine um, have fallen into the fifth round. I think that's crazy. Uh, Maxi is a fifth round player. I also think it's crazy. Uh, Middleton, I got at the end of fifth round. I think the fifth round is full of steals. Absolute full of steals. I went Jordan Poole. That's like a really, I don't know, that's a risky pick. I don't know if I should have taken Jordan Poole there. Uh, but, you know, there wasn't a lot of, like, top-tier minutes talent. The number one stat in fantasy basketball is minutes. We all know this. Guess how many minutes Jordan Poole's going to play in Washington? Uh, 50, 60, 70 a game. Who knows? He might play two positions. They're going to max him out. They're going to max him out on He's going to take so many shots. He's going to play so many minutes. And, like, it's the sixth round. I'm, I'm willing to take a shot on that. Some other picks. Uh, Brooke Lopez, I think, is a nice grab in the sixth round. Same with uh, Aiton, who's perfectly fine, and Julius Randle, who can perform. Uh, I like Simmons as well here in the sixth round. Um, I don't like Pablo in the sixth round at all. Um, I don't think... Um, don't fuck his name up again. Jabari Smith. I don't like Jabari Smith in the sixth round either. Uh, I like Giddy, but I don't like him in the sixth round. I think it's a little early. Um, CJ McCollum's perfectly fine. Miles Bridges in the seventh round is a good pick. That's all I'm going to say. Jeremy Grant's actually a great pick. I like Trey Murphy here. Um, Johnny Collins I do not like. Buddy Heald. By the way, Buddy Heald's going to like slip in drafts. Let me remind you. Let me remind you. Not Bubby Heald. Not Bubby Heald. Not Bubby. Buddy Heald. 60 on averages. Played 80 games last season. 60th on averages. Over three and a half threes a game. 17 points. Five five rebounds from your guard over a steal. 1.2 steals. 2.8 assists, which makes him, like, not negative but not positive. Um, five rebounds from your guard. 82% free throw shooter. Almost four threes a game. Taking him at the end of the seventh round. Whatever seven times 12 is. 80-something. Uh, that's where I got him. I'll take him. I went with Scoot after that. It's probably too early for Scoot, to be honest. But this is like an upside. So rounds five, six, and seven look like there are some steals. In rounds five, six, and seven. 
And 8, 9, and 10, those are the upside rounds. You see Nkongwu, Vassal, Durin, Keegan Murray, who I really like. Uh, Sharp, Not Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp. He's out there. Um, I like... Those are all... Everybody's taking a, a flyer in the 8th round. And then you got some old favorites in the ninth round. All guys who like are definitely top 100 players going outside of the top 100. Um, Chris Paul, Wiggins, Carter, Dinwiddie, Porter, Smart, Harris. Kind of a boring round, but uh, Draymond Green. I got Draymond Green at the end of the ninth round. I actually think that's a huge steal. Valanchunas, I went with him uh, just to like get another center. Um, and then the rest of the 10th, 11th, 12th rounds, like whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, feel free to look through them here on the video. Um, pinch your screen and go like that. You can see a lot closer. Um, can I do this? Ooh, there you go. There you go. Look at this. There you go. You can see them. 10th, 11th, 12th round. There you go. Sure. Get a good look at them. There's no one who's, there's no one in these rounds, nor should there be, but no one in these rounds who stand out, which kind of says to me, Either A, right now it's too early and people just haven't like kind of figured out who their sleepers are. Or B, could be one of those weird years where there's no sleepers. You saw the eighth round. Those are all your upside guys. Everybody knows who those upside guys are. I said this last uh, season with Tyler. There's enough information out there. I think there's enough industry people who uh, do this now. Who... um are kind of on top of their game. There's a lot of really good people out there uh, putting out really good content. And uh, quite a few of them are in this uh, industry mock draft. And I think guys like Alfred Sagoon, um, Claxton, Shaden Sharp, th those types of guys don't slip through the cracks anymore. They just don't. They, the, the the guys with like crazy upside, very rarely do they slip through the cracks anymore. So, you know, those later rounds when you used to get like really great sleepers, I think that kind of like the years of that are over. It's more like, hey, maybe upside guys, but not like true, true sleepers. Like Marco Fultz, is he a true sleeper or is he? I don't know. I think he could be good. I think Killian Hayes, who was went undrafted, could also be good, but he's going to be playing behind Cade. So eh, what's his upside there? I don't know. Terry Eason? Yeah, that's a flyer, but the, the ceiling is not as high, as obviously, as uh, guys like Segu. So I think like, the days of finding like a true last round, second to last round sleeper are over. It's all flyers. And like take your flyer. You always should take a flyer or two or three in your draft. You, you know, like I said, this is supposed to be fun. So I hope you had fun uh joining online on the chat. Uh shout out Drake, shout out Silver Kaiser for coming in the chat, hanging out. If you're watching this in a future date, uh check us out on the podcast at um oh no that's my Twitter at watching damn it. Wow, I've lost it. I've lost my mind. Uh doing a draft and then doing a video and doing a podcast at the same time is uh it's a little taxing on the um, on your mental health so check us out watching the boxes wherever podcasts are sold check out 
at watch the boxes on Twitter. And also check out our Twitch channel, which you're already on if you're listening now or if you're on the podcast, you're not listening to it, but you can actually watch this mock draft on the Twitch channel. Twitch.com slash watching the boxes. Is that complicated enough for y'all? I hope it wasn't because I hope you continue to join us as the season approaches. We got a lot of stuff for you. We got a lot of content for you. Uh, Tyler is working on some things at Tyler P. Watts on Twitter. Hit him up as well. Tell him, hey, get on Twitch. Tyler, we want you on Twitch. We want you on Twitch, Tyler. Come on. Come on the show. Come on the Twitch show. Come on, Tyler. Tweet at him at Tyler P. Watts. Two T's. W-A-T-T-S. Thank you once again for joining. And we will see you next time.